This is Dangerous Doug Gilbert here. I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. And you're listening to Live with Wolfie D. Hey, this is Jimmy Street, host of the Live and in Color with Wolfie D podcast. Hear the life and times of professional wrestler Wolfie D. From his time in the territories with PG-13, to his time in WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and more. Nothing is off limits, and nothing will be held back. Thanks again for tuning in. Here he is, Wolfie D. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome one more time to Live and in Color with Wolfie D. And today we are watching Ask Wolfie to Watch Part 2. We've got three matches here, three of varying different kinds of matches, but three fun matches that you requested. And to be honest, the first one is from at James Rock Street on Twitter and Instagram. I'm making Wolfie watch the match that the whole world has talked about at least once. So this first one is on YouTube called Dan Spivey shoots on jobber for continuously not selling. This is kind of a famous match. It's not a long match and it's not a great match, but it is somewhat infamous. I should say Wolfie, obviously you've heard of this match. Oh, absolutely. Dan Spivey, man. I love him to death, man. I met him when I lived in Tampa. Uh, we developed a really cool relationship and, uh, man, I love Dan. I really do. He's tough all day and at night, too, I've heard. He's not a one yeah. to be trifled with. Yeah, so this is the Skyscrapers, and this is Sid and Spivey, if you can imagine those two monsters in a tag team. And this is two jobbers, Mike Blackwell, who's the idiot of the match, in my personal opinion, and Avalanche, who's the intelligent one of the match. Now, uh, this is infamous. Cornette's covered it. Many people have covered this, but I've always wanted to hear what Wolfie thinks about it because it's a match that he knows Dan Spivey. One, he's wrestled and worked with Sid, and he knows Sid. That's two. And then, you know, it'll just be fun to see you know what you think about this on air so that being said we'll start with this one it's number one on the list today because i'm the host and i can make that happen it's only two minutes long so let's go ahead and do the countdown here three two one go so there's avalanche mike blackwell and that's the one that's gonna get the heat yeah hey you just I know Dan so well now. Um, I lived in Tampa for about a year and got to know him extremely well. Uh, stayed at his house a few nights. Uh, his wife, uh, Miss Russo, she was so awesome. When I was in WWE, she was the one that uh, uh, did your flights and all that stuff. But okay, so let's look at this guy. This guy does not. <laughs> Want to fucking sell anything? He's jumping right. Look at this, jumping right back up from everything. And Dan's Bobby and Sid. Oh God! And then then Sid falls down, so he's obviously probably pissed about that. Yeah. Bad. So now they're wanting to kill this fucking guy, and he's still. And I'm like I said, I've wrestled Sid, never wrestled Dan, but no Dan so well. Pops right back up again from a, a, a gut wrench suplex boot to the face i'm coming to my knee because i'm fucking hulk hogan or something do you think this guy's actually trained i I, man i don't know the story on this dude i think i've heard it but if so i don't remember it uh but yeah just what the f dude look he's still trying to kick out yeah and that's the end of the match right there they cut it but this is where the match starts (laughs) and brother there he's smart enough to get out of the ring and stay out 
Yeah, this shit can him. My damn feet. <laughs> oh, they're so hot right now, dude. Look at them. Shoot central right now. Oh, Sid's fucking racking those ribs, man. Oh, my goodness. Did you see he checked his hand? Like, did I break my thumb? (laughs) (laughs) He hit him so hard, he's checking his hand to see if he broke his thumb. So, anyway, quickly, let's just talk about that match. Obviously, you blink and you miss it. But yeah, at what point, basically, it looked like from the gut wrench that essentially Dan was shooting. Uh, I'm sure Dan was pissed, man. Dude, I know stories of Dan that... I'm not going to tell on here because it just ain't your story. Right. That, that I love him enough where I was, I, I wouldn't say it, but Dan Spivey's a bad dude, man. And yeah. uh, Dan Spivey was also uh, a great mentor to me, not in the wrestling business, but in life. I'll just say it like that. And uh, man, I, I've heard the stories and I've talked to him and, Man, he was so cool with me, and but but I'm telling you, you didn't want you didn't want to fuck with Dan. I mean, I know you heard the stories, probably yeah. of him and Adrian Adonis, and you know all that. You didn't want to fuck with Dan, man. Dan was a bad dude, and he and, and but he's also a incredible, incredible human being, man. I love Dan Spivey. It's always like those. He, he, he was always like a quiet type to me. If you look at him, like if you would randomly see him up in Connecticut or, or New York uh, around the time of, I don't know, 85 or so. I think he had just done this horrible gimmick called Spaceship Eagle or something like that with Scott Hall. But he was like he looked like Hulk Hogan. And I almost feel like his run was cut up there because he looked almost better than Hogan in a way. You know what I mean? That, that could have been a thing. I'm, I'm not so sure about that. I think it was just the way Dan was, Dan was a, uh, you know, I don't really give a shit about the United States because in those days, guys like him could go to Japan and make sure a lot of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh so, yeah. He was in that group that was like, okay, you don't want to fuck with me here. I'll go to Japan and make a, a shit ton of money and I ain't got to yeah. fuck with you. you. know, I've, yeah, I've heard that those guys can make upwards of 20,000 a month yeah. over there. Dude, can you imagine that? I'm serious. Just I, to beat up I, on some Japanese. <laughs> actually, I cannot imagine. But, but yeah, Dan is a very cool guy. And and just watching that, I mean, that's the way it was back then. You know, if somebody did you like that, uh, he's got to be punished, man. You yeah. know, this and age, if that happened, uh, it could be a lawsuit or something. But back right. then, they do that, man. You got to teach them a lesson, man. And evidently, whoever put him in the ring or whoever trained him or whatever didn't uh, didn't smarten him up good enough. And Mike Blackwell was never heard from again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back with match two from Ask Wolfie to Watch Part Two. Stick around. Hey, folks, to get your official Live and in Color with Wolfie D merchandise, go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash live Wolfie D. Check it out. If you're listening to Live and in Color with Wolfie D on Apple Podcast and like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a five-star rating. And while you're at it, write a review. Tell us what you liked. 
Tell us what you'd like to hear in the future. It's very important to us and always appreciated. Thanks again. All right, we're back. Thank you all so much for sticking around with us today on Ask Wolfie to Watch Part 2. And the second match we're watching here today, after I tricked Wolfie. Hey, what, about that what about that one guy? What one guy? The one guy that sent you the thing that for Ask Wolfie Anything, and it was something about, I don't know, my pervy mom or something like that. Dude, what happened there? <laughs> I don't know, man. You told me that. I don't know. <laughs> we won't watch those, though. Yeah, yeah, we won't watch those. <laughs> I'm just messing with Jimmy. I just got back from the beach, so I'm in a good mood. <laughs> My pervy mom. I was like, hold up, dude. Did we yeah, miss I, something? Did you text me? <laughs> if you'd have went with it, you know, that would have been funny. Oh, yeah, the guy from freaking Arkansas that's sitting mm. right here said, hey, I'd like you to watch this, and I want Wolfie to break this down for me. Dude, I think me being a moron is much more hilarious. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyway, <laughs> this is technically match two because I made Wolfie watch the skyscrapers beat the heck out of a enhancement worker match. So, this one was actually requested by a listener, Jared on Twitter at The Plastic Chic. He requested Piper versus Valentine dog collar match. Yeah. Now, this is Starcade 83, Jim Crockett Promotions. This is my love. Uh, mm-hmm. And in Greensboro, North Carolina. Now, you know, Greensboro, that's like Memphis to, to Mid-South, wasn't it? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I totally know. It, and it's so cool for stuff like that. That's what I love about the old territories, man. Like, they had their town. They had their other towns, but they had their town. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. The town is what meant it. You know, you had Louisville. You had Nashville, of course. But yeah. when it came down to it, Memphis was home. And then, yeah. you know. Everything else fell by the wayside. So anyway, if you think about it, though, this match spawned maybe even some things that you were in in the future. Man, uh, I don't know if this was, and you might know this, and again, I've said this, I don't ever claim to be a wrestling historian. I don't know if this was the first one. Probably not. I don't know. The way Piper put it on one of these interviews, he came up with it, so I don't know. But hell, I invented the sunset flip. But uh, The lockup. The lock that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I love. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I invented uh, getting in the ring too. Yeah. Yeah. The step over the second rope, duck your head under, because used to be they'd go the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I've noticed a lot recently for guys getting out of the ring. They do this little back thing. They back out, like they flip out with their back. You know what I'm saying? They go through. Back in? No, what, they, they they lean over the top rope and they fall out. It looks like, oh, but all their- oh, that's old. That's old. Very old. You put your what? Put your hand on the apron and flip out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's old. That's old school. I love yeah, it. That's yeah. Old. Okay. Uh, right. But yes, on these dog collar matches, uh, before we get started on the match, I, I mean, I've had quite a few of them. Uh, uh, I've I've worked CM Punk. I've worked uh, Raven. Uh, Billy Joe Travis is another one that comes to mind on these types of matches. Uh, and I, like I said, with the CM Punk one, Raven. Me and Raven had a singles one, but then I also think we did a tag team one with him and Punk uh, against me and either Sin or Brian. I can't remember, but. Uh, yeah. These are not easy, man, because you are so limited on what you can do. I mean, 
obviously like throwing each other into the ropes becomes an issue. You got to think about that chain uh, getting tied up in someone's feet. I mean, and you just don't have that luxury of of being able to do a bunch of spots and stuff. It's not headlock tackle, you know, all that bullshit. It's not. It obviously, especially in those days, if the angle got to this point where they're having a dog collar match, they're not going to be wrestling. They're fighting. They're doing a fight match, uh, you know, an angle ender, you know, something like that. But the concept of it, uh, and honestly, I do not remember, have not watched the finish of this, God, probably since I was a kid. And if I even remember it then, uh, there's, you know, obviously there's pinfall ones. Then there's the one where you drag them from turnbuckle to turnbuckle. And, and, and you know, Jimmy, that's the, that's the you know, what you love so much about current affairs and, and, and doing stuff like this to me. I don't remember what the rules were on this one. Yeah. But going back again, it's just hard, man, because you've, you, you're very limited, man. So you have to be creative. Uh, I remember some things they did in here that were, were pretty creative. Me and Raven did a thing, one of my favorites. And I'm not going to say I invented this one, but I think I did. Uh, yeah. It might have been a collaboration of me and Raven. But of the finish of the dog collar match we had, we figured it out where I could grab the the, the chain Put him in the turnbuckle. I forget what we did, but we knew it was like a dance move. We knew each step and where each of our feet had to be to make the chain end up where we needed it. Mm-hmm. And we did a thing where he kind of it, it ended up getting wrapped around me. I think I tried to hit him with it and boom, boom, but it was wrapped around me like twice. And then he pulls and spins me like a top. And I'd stagger into his even flow DDT for the finish. So I've been quite a few of these and and there's things I'll show you on here, man. You got to watch your teeth. You got to watch everything with these big old uh, chains, man. Seriously. We'll talk about it, but I'm not going to bore y'all no more. Uh, Oh man, come on. No, (laughs) what I've heard and maybe you, I think you told me this actually, it's not necessarily the initial blow of the chain. It's usually that secondary recoil blow that kind of comes from. Yeah, it can be, man. I'm telling you, it's, it's, I mean, you think about it. You, you're connected seriously let's start watching and i'll, I'll kind of explain some of it because i know that okay beginning. okay so, cool all I'm right ready. so obviously we got it on the youtube thank you youtubers now this one starts uh, basically they're at it so it's called roddy piper versus greg valentine starcade 1983 so wolfie i'm gonna count us down here okay yep three two one go all right well, that's the classic. All right. They're pulling against each other right now. And see, that's the thing. You think that this right here is is simple, but I promise you, you think about that. I mean, that right there, he jerked him, man. I'm telling you, that'll fuck your neck up. Yeah. Like, real quick. And that's what? Just showing the crowd that the chain's legit, right? Yeah. Yeah. But also, hey, you know, I can pull you. You can pull me. That was a potato, 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 tomato, tomato. <laughs> so, all right. But then, yeah, you got to do this. All right. So let's bash each other for a minute. And these remind me of matches with me and Bill, man, the way we would just, you know, hit each other. And I've seen these guys talk about this match. They hit each other, you know, whatever yeah. money, man. Yeah. Don't break my nose and don't bust my teeth out. Is that basically the rule? Ad lib, ad lib right there. All that was ad lib. 
That's awesome. Nice flurry. Uh, that's ad lib too, right? Yeah, all that's ad lib. Yeah. And then yeah. see, yeah, use the use the chain to pull them into you. Like I said, I've done so many of these. I know kind of what you can do that's like basic. And then there's another one. We, we always go to that. Let's end up with the chain between the fucking balls there. Valentine had a great face bump too. Not only Flair, but Valentine did as well. And that that's yeah. actually a Johnny Valentine move. Is it? Yeah. Is yeah. that who created that? I believe so, yeah. We'll have to look that up. Yeah, pretty sure. Look, and see, all right, you see when he hits him, he's got it right. But look at all that extra just flying around. I promise that is hitting you in places you do not want to be hit. And it doesn't feel good. It does not. And the whole time, every match of these that I've done, I swear, I just kept thinking, okay, like this right here. All right, I think he's he's got across his eyes, which is cool. But if that slips down and goes into your mouth, and I've had plenty of people do that too, where it goes into your mouth and you're thinking, "Fuck!" If you move just a little bit, you're gonna fucking crack my teeth, man. <laughs> you know? Because look at that chain. That's not no bullshit chain, man. And when it's around your face, basically the other guy's trusting you to keep it in place, even though the pressure yeah. he's applying. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's got to be pressure because if not, it's going to sag down. It's going to look stupid and pull it through your teeth. Yeah, gotta... exactly. Yeah. Oh, you know it's odd. You brought this up earlier. You said, "Are they both wearing blue trunks?" You do not see that anymore. Look, there, it's in his mouth. See that? I don't care. I promise you. Think about the taste of metal. First of no. all, no thanks. Yeah, yeah, and and then that. That looked like my bedroom last night. And I was like, doing that. stop. I don't want you to do this to me no more. Stop. <laughs> Joke. But like I said, they were both wearing blue trunks. They kind of look like a tag team. You do not right, see that. Right, right, right. You would think, because I was always taught, don't ever wear the same color as your opponents. I don't know what happened here. but uh, All right, so they've got a little something figured out here where this is, he wraps it around there. He's got him, obviously, choking him oh i'll walk towards you okay well you'll punch me oh take the choke or walk towards me which one you want yeah it's like yeah then you got it 1983 uh you know today this match uh, they could possibly shit on it i mean watching it as nostalgia today's fan is oh god that was so great but if uh <laughs> if they're wrestlers of today did this they they'd shit on it i promise it's like a double edged sword basically oh look at that <laughs> pull him boom yeah yeah I, also who i forgot to mention that i've had one of these with uh is flash flanagan and i actually had a i was on a crutch i had a broken foot do you remember that one i do yeah i've seen that yeah that's a good match. It's amazing that you did it all hopping, man. Oh, that was a shoot. My foot was screwed up. So then now they're going outside. And see, here's where you, uh, like what me and Raven did, oh, uh, was incorporate. We just thought about stuff and, and, and new ways to do it. Look, he, that right there was a get off me. Yeah. He threw the chair at him, get off me. That looked like to me just, you know, 
having been in the business for 30 minutes, that looks uh, like he was like, get off me. Here, I'm <laughs> going to do something. Right. And if you watch here, so he's telling him something there. He's telling him something there. He's telling him something there. And now the referee comes in, boom, into the ear. And this is the whole ear thing. Yeah. So Roddy was either, I don't know, uh, you know, who knows whether they called it before or whatever, but uh, he was definitely telling both of them something right there. And that's where you get the the whole ear gimmick. And that's crazy because he kept that going up until the day of his death. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. I believe it. Yeah, man. I love Piper. I love Valentine. I'm, I'm just a big fan of this. Yeah, I, I always, uh, I don't know, this is when I first started watching wrestling, I think, like maybe a year in, and I was still just a Memphis guy. So this stuff, like I didn't see a bunch of this. And and to be honest with you, I know how good both of them are, obviously, at this point in my life. But uh, right. back then, I, I was, I was, I guess I liked Roddy Piper, Uh because he was a featured heel, you know, he was on the cartoon and all that shit. Uh, Valentine, uh, I respect the shit out of him, but I just, I, I don't know. I never was a, a fan of that. So now I, Roddy's bleeding from the ear. I've only gigged one other place, you know, than where you usually do. Uh, I did my eye one time uh, for Tommy Rich. I did it for him, but. All these guys that gig their arms and all that bullshit. No thanks. Yeah, no thanks. See that? You see that chain flying? Even when he hit him right there, I don't care how much he took care of him. That chain's flying around, man. I'm telling you, and that thing's heavy. Yeah. I mean, if you've ever touched one of those, I mean, you know. And there's just not a whole lot of way to take care of each other sometimes when that thing's flying around like that. No, no. What? What do you? How do you gig your ear, man? How would you do that? I guess you just stick it in there and run it, but <laughs> I don't know, man. Jesus. Oh, I don't know. Oh, a little comeback. All right. Roddy's bleeding like a shit. Those are all potatoes. But I love it. Like I said, this reminds me of uh, me and Bill just fighting each other because this is that type of an angle where it's now, you know, it's not per se a wrestling match we're fighting each other we hate each other this is the end of it and you know we had barbed wire matches and and stuff like that and we these guys no matter what they're doing they respect each other yeah you know like valentine's got him in the front chancery and they would crap all over that just as a rest hold now you know yeah Uh, but if you look, he had him in the front chancery and then Piper's legitimately like, no, you're not doing anything else with me. And I'm fighting out of this. Exactly. Great, great psychology. Oh my God. Yeah. Yep. And look now, uh, and I couldn't, my, my visual on my screen, I know this ain't the best, uh, video anybody's ever seen but i couldn't tell when he dropped that elbow and i don't know where the chain was i mean you just really have to watch out for that yeah you know don't give a shit you see kind of pulled it out of the way right there right 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 before he dropped the elbow he pulled it out of the way yeah but that's shit that nobody will ever recognize that's him taking care of piper that's why i love these shows dude you I mean, I always that sit under good. the... He goes, he goes to run into... I'm sorry. 
Sorry. No, you're good, man. I just no. sit under the learning tree with you, you know? <laughs> All right, here we go. And I still don't know because we don't have the commentary on. And even if we did, it's in Spanish. And I speak a little <laughs> Spanish, but not enough to know. Uh, Kill the, the wolfie. Are. <laughs> is it pinfall or is it the the turnbuckle gimmick? I think it's pinfall in this match, if I'm not mistaken. I know the bull rope match seemed to do the oh, turnbuckle. That, oh, that hurt. Yeah. Yeah, he, he wrapped that chain up and just <laughs> whacked him across the head with it. That hurt. That reminded me of Ted DiBiase right there. Oh, yeah. That Another. Falling. I've never seen anybody do that. I guess now I have. I didn't know Piper did that. Uh, but uh, Ted DiBiase's fist drop. I've never seen nobody do it like that. He was the He was one of the best for sure. No, oh, absolutely. It put me in the million dollar dream at the oh oh ooh. So they're potatoing just for this match, right? Oh, they're just you got to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> it's crazy that you I'm got telling you we're watching this and yes, this is an awesome match and I respect both of them, but Remember when we watched the Lawler Dundee match and the punches? Oh yeah, man, nothing compares to that. I'm sorry, uh, and I know I don't know what happened there. Uh, a little bit of a miscommunication, I think. Not really sure, but yeah, that looked like something didn't go right. Yeah, or somebody didn't feel like bumping or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Hey, I beat you to death. Let me shoot you off and give you this. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Why are you doing that? Yeah. I thought we were friends. Who do you think is calling it? Are they just sharing the call here? Um. Yeah, probably. Uh, and again, this is my wrestling historian notness uh, I don't know who's the veteran here but I mean they've both been in the business forever and they're they're both good so they're probably just working together they probably yeah. talked I mean they had to it's a dog collar match yeah that's something <clears throat> if you want it to be good I mean maybe back then you possibly could but if you want a match like this to be good you're gonna have to get a few things worked out right right And see, I love that, man. I'm going to point out something. Can we pause for two seconds? Yeah. 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 All right. Ready? One, two, three, go. Uh-huh. If you watch how he just gave that suplex, that is one of the things that drives me crazy uh, with, with just people in general. I'm not saying today's guys, the old guys. They did that fucking perfect, and I'm going to tell you why. You see how Roddy got up under his gut? He yeah. didn't reach. I see a lot of guys do suplexes and they reach like on the guy's hip, no matter whether he's wearing trunks or tights, but they reach on the hip to pull him over. 
if you will, I always, I don't care what kind of, uh, like either a vertical or a snap or whatever suplex, I grab like almost under their belly button. And if they've got jeans, if they've got tights, if they've got whatever, I stick my fingers in there and I grab and I put my fist in their gut. Yeah. Make almost like a, like a muscle pose. Yeah. That stiffens my arm. Right. Okay. So when they go up, I, it's, it's just leverage. It's just right. boom. And, and you have them right there. If you go on the outside, you don't have as much strength to control their body weight. So anyway, that's just something I wanted to point out. Well, I mean, while you're saying it, who taught you that? Did you just learn that? I just learned that because I've said this on the show a thousand times, man, in Memphis, man, we worked with some job guys that were horrible. And I, I almost had to learn how to shoot, you know, cause every move works actually. Sure. It really does. Uh, and also wrestling in high school. So I knew leverage and stuff like that, but like some of these guys were so bad, like they wouldn't help you. And I, I just learned to figure out like, all right, if he's not going to help me, I'm doing it myself, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and that, if you think about it, the, the position that a suplex is in when you're first standing there, right. Mm-hmm. Would you rather grab them by the side and try to lift them that way? Or would you rather put their weight under your fist and drive it up in the air with your legs and your arm. I mean, yeah, that way for sure. <laughs> really break it down. Yeah. But all right, let's keep going. Sorry. All I- right. So you're good, man. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> what time you got? Uh, let's see. 12, 16. Okay. So from the marker 12, 16, we're going back in here. Three, two, one, go. All right. They're both selling. Double down. That old NWA cubits. Double down. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that was a weird sound. Yeah. Potato. See, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Chains. Oh, okay. Here we go. Yeah, both in blue tights, both tag team wrestlers <laughs> against each other in a dog collar match. <laughs> I swear that that blows my mind, honestly, man, because that's like an old school thing that I remember is, you know, if you're wrestling somebody, don't wear the same colors. I don't know. Yeah. That happen? That blows my mind. Uh-oh. 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 He's wrapping it up. Coming out of it. Love it. I love it. The drama. I'm wrapping it. I'm wrapping it, but no. I cannot. So good. So good. I'm down. <laughs> oh. Color, color, color. All right, what we got here? Okay. Jumped off Jamie's rope. Your rope's <laughs> the top. I'm just kidding. You're serious. 
<laughs> Be totally serious. If he's going up a second time, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say something don't feel right. I'm not sure what that was right there, but okay. I think this is it. See, he oh. had the chain wrapped around him. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, okay. man. My honest opinion is uh, whoever requested me to watch this. <laughs> I mean, yes, awesome. Two icons finish. Uh, I did not like that. A little bit of a they wet did fart. More before that. Nah, I don't like it. I don't like it. So it's like a a, a nine point five match, but a, a dud finish, basically. So uh, that, that's what I. Found. I mean, yeah. really, they were they were doing some good stuff, man. And and honestly, I mean, do you think we saw some better moves than the finish? Oh yeah, I mean, completely. Yeah, that's what I hate, man. That's what I hate, and that's God. I hate. I'm sitting here. Knocking Roddy Piper and Greg Valentine. God damn. <laughs> That's horrible. But it, I'm just saying, uh, in my mind, watching this right now, uh, as a as a kid and now as a uh seasoned Cajun. No, I'm not Cajun, but I was just thinking of seasonings, but uh yeah. I just man, I don't like that finish. Uh, yeah. they did too much in the whole ear thing. It was like all the dramatics was in the middle, and then the end was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I hate I hate that I'm saying that. I mean, I feel like, uh, I feel like uh, me saying that uh, the Shinedown's version of Simple Man is better than Leonard Skinner when I say this, but uh, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll agree to disagree on that, but hey, Shinedown's, I'm, yeah. Dude, Skinner, I'm sorry. version is way better. Okay. Well, hey, well, Wolfie, I'm saying, a big fan of you. I know that was the original and blah, 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 but Shinedown's version is way better. And I love that song since I was a kid, but when I heard their version, anyway, that's that's kind of my point. It's just like, I guess yeah. everybody has their own flavor or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, and like I said, working these matches, I know... Uh, but they did it uh, fucking 20 years before I ever did one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. It was awesome. But it, like I said, I, I felt like the finish was anticlimactic. Yeah. And well, yeah, I think and better. <laughs> Say that again. Yeah. Shine down, uh, sing simple man better. So, okay. Hey, did you know I was a big fan of PG 13, man? <laughs> hey, did you know that shine down? Uh, did Simple Man, and it was uh, really good. I'm not saying it isn't really good. I'm it's just saying it's not. Favorite, and I would not say that on so many levels of other songs that have been copied and blah, 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 but no. That okay. One. All right. What so, about Metallica? Turn the what? page. Or Bob Seger, turn the page. Uh, Bob Seger. Okay. All right. You see where I'm coming from. All right. We're going <laughs> to be right back with Midnight Express versus Road Warriors. Jim Crockett Promotions, 1986. Thanks for sticking around. 
let's take a quick time out and get a word from one of my dope ass sponsors and we'll be right back with more live and in color with wolfie d Hey folks, this is Wolfie D here. And if you are looking to buy or sell a home in Tennessee or Southern Kentucky, you're gonna wanna call my buddy, the rock star realtor, Benji Bowie. And you say, Wolfie, how do I get in touch with this rock star? Well, you can call him directly at 615-390-8216. You can go to his website, BowieHomes.com. That's B-U-I-E Homes.com. Or you can email him at BenBowie34 at gmail.com. When you need a home, you need the Rockstar Realtor. Benji is a member of Exit Realty's Garden Gate team in Gallatin, Tennessee. This is Steve Bowtie Bryant here. Back in the 90s, I was a pro wrestling photographer for the South, and I released what might have been one of the original sets of empty trading cards. I ran across some of these original sets. They were up in Randall Fanning's attic all this time. PG-13, rookie card, Ricky Morton, George Weingroff as the Sheep, Chris Champion, Reno Riggins, Billy Montana, Gary Valiant, the Scorpion, the Medic, Rick Reynolds, Jeff Daniels, Mephisto and Dante, Ben Jordan, Steve Neely, Marcus Woodrow, Clinton Charisma, Little Farmer John. If you'd like an opportunity to get these cards, contact me now. You can get them for only $49.99. Contact me at Steve Bowtie Bryant at iCloud.com. Get your set now while supplies last. All right, we're back with the second part of Ask Wolfie to Watch Part 2. And the match we have been requested to watch right now is by listener Jason Andrews234 on Twitter. And he requested us to watch the Road Warriors versus Midnight Express. This is NWA World Championship Wrestling July 86. And this is 13 minutes and 59 seconds. And on YouTube, we'll have the link in the description. Now, you know, obviously, Road Warriors versus Midnight Express. Wow. Yeah. Talk about these teams, man. Have you? you know. I mean, obviously, uh, the Road Warriors are my guys. I love them, um, and they they just they changed the business. You know, people talk about Hulk Hogan. So did the Road Warriors, man. They were they were something different, and they you know, hell, they developed the term Road Warrior Pop. Yeah, uh, they were awesome, man. Were they the greatest workers? No, no. Uh, But their look, and it was unique, and they did, uh, you know, learn enough to to get fucking over. I watch some of their stuff now as opposed – when I was a kid, man, you know, it's so different, man, because I have have two different eyes when I watch wrestling. I have that kid. Right. And then I have me now. And so I know that, and, and plus I've worked with everybody in this match except for Dennis. Or no, I haven't. I haven't worked with Bobby. Sorry, but I know everybody. You know what I mean? I sure. don't know Dennis. Uh, I know how good Bobby is, and 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 the things that Bobby used to say to me by watching me, uh, and and hawking animal just being cool with me. So this will be fun to watch. I haven't watched this uh, probably in a yeah. long, a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I watched a little bit ahead earlier and yeah, it's a cool match. It's just cool to see these guys together in this setting, you know? So, all right. Well, 
this uh, on the fly. Uh, like I said, I, I don't remember. I mean, I do remember this match or whatever. Not this match, but I remember all this. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. So when I watch this, I don't know what the spots are, and I don't know what the finish is, but I'll just I'll call it like I said. Yeah, I'm assuming this is sometime near around the Great American Bash. This is leading up to their feud at the Skywalkers on the the scaffold. The scaffold match. Thank you, God. I got to get a new. Anyway, yeah. So let's go ahead and get it kicked off here. Three, two, one, go. Ew. All right. Look at Jimmy with his uh, Scarface hat on there. Panama Jack or whatever. That's even better. Yeah. That was even better. Scarface is pretty awesome. Look at him. Oh, Bobby, man. God, what a guy, man. God. Yeah. Memphis original, first family. Yeah. Brother-in-law to my lovable partner. In a lot of ways, your brother, you know? <laughs> yeah. And Jimmy, stayed with Jimmy so much. Uh, OEW, he hooked me up. There's the big boss, man. Yeah. Big Ray trailer. Road Warriors, and they didn't separate the names. Who who wrote this? Uh, well, yeah, that's a good question. That's terrible. That's a shame, dude. <laughs> that's national television. Who, who, who edited that? Not Jimmy Street. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is pre-shoulder pads. This is actually probably my favorite Warriors. I know we just watched... The- not in yeah. this exact time frame, but you know, yeah, yeah, that match against the Fabs in in Minneapolis, yeah. Ellering, man, look how swole he is right there. My yeah, God, he was a badass too, man. You just had it, it's like, dude, when when Hulk Hogan got over, when The Rock got over, when the Road Warriors got over, you just have this certain something that comes right. together. And it can't be explained, and it is definitely called the X Factor. I've always heard that. Either they got the X Factor or they don't. You can be the greatest wrestler in the world. I've seen so many. I mean, let's think about this, and this is so, so, so not a knock. This is me putting this guy over because I respect him so much. Dean Malenko. Yeah. One of the greatest, greatest in-ring wrestlers ever. But can you draw money, man? You know? Right. And right. there's something there's something about certain people in this business that uh either they do or they don't, you know? Yeah. And, uh, that that's why uh, that's why I don't like the like the stuff today. I feel like everybody's trying to be Dean times one thousand or something. No, man, get your character over. If people wanna watch fucking movie with action moves and all that stuff guess where they're going to netflix or to the movie theater sure if they want to see uh this crazy stunt fight you know what i'm saying it's it's just not this is wrestling this is different right right you're exactly right god animal <laughs> Chiseled out of granite. Get him, get him, Dennis. 
Yeah. Yeah, the referee. This brings up. Uh, oh, animal with a fucking leapfrog. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, but the referees, man, uh, this brings up this thing. Uh, a little bit of current affairs we'll throw into this match. Is that girl on AEW? Do you know what I'm talking about? The girl on AEW? Yes, the referee. Yeah, Aubrey Edwards. Yes, sir. Yes. And so you watch you watch Tommy here. That's Tommy Young, correct? Right, that's Tommy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think... <laughs> she's taking it to another level she is i agree to me man and i ain't knocking her man i ain't knocking her man bless her heart but uh, uh maybe a little too much <laughs> right right yeah oh i've done that spot a couple of times look at animal animal drop kicked him in the goddamn hip <laughs> <laughs> he's like it's a bad hip is there a way we can rewind and watch that again? I mean, we can pause it. Yes, let's rewind for a second. So Come we're going to pause it here, and we're going to take it back. Go to 420 is where I'm okay. going to. 420. Love it. Ready? Yep. One, two, three, go. All right. <laughs> here we go. Headlock. Nice stance, animal. Nice stance. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Look. <laughs> <laughs> right in the fan pack. He drop kicked him in the hip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. If he was still alive, I would call him right now. <laughs> White boys can't jump, I don't think. <laughs> but his son can tackle. His son can tackle. Like a mother. Yeah, his son never had to step in the ring, did he? Nope. He will though, I guarantee it. Look at Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> that was I swear that was a drop kick in the hip. That's so it was, man. I mean, I said right in his fanny pack, you know. But they popped because of they the did. You can drop yeah. kick in the knees or whatever. Yeah. If you're a road warrior, it doesn't matter. Exactly. That was the marvel. Look at Hawk, man. Another. Just he always pulled them tights up high, didn't he? He did. I was just noticing that too. I mean, I've always noticed that, but it's funny that you said that. He pulled them up high. Probably like me, got a little belly uh, issue in his head or something. Right. Look at that. Jeez Louise. Look, his belly button's covered. Yeah. Look at that, though. Yeah. Yeah, jeez Louise, dude. You poke him with a pin, he's going to pop. <laughs> GNC. Yeah, GNC. A hawk like the A to the Z, too, like Iron Sheik said, right? Yeah. All right, what we got here? All right. Oh. He, oh, I got to do this to him. Yep. 
I apologize. Uh, the match me and Jamie wrestled. I apologize. <laughs> and he didn't sell it. That's awesome. That's just classic Hawk, man. Yeah. Jimmy's checking on him. What do you think they're doing? Just stalling? Just kind of got to add here. I'm sure that this match was so built up. I've got a commercial. I don't know about you. Yeah, we'll just talk through it. No problem. Uh, I'm pressing skip ads right All now. All right. Sounds good. Boom. And we're back. Again, Road Warriors on the screen. One word. So weird. <laughs> that, that is weird. Is somebody named a Crockett? Probably. What's, what's Bobby going to do with these guys? That'll tell you how good Bobby is. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm just> gonna... <laughs> Animal, let me throw you in here. Oh. How tall was Animal? Uh, not uh, if, if he's taller than me, it's by inch or something, I think. So like 6'1", six, 6'2", six, something. Yeah. Yeah. Hawk was a little taller than him. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Bobby's selling on the floor. Jimmy's talking. Yeah. <sighs> Man, I wish it worked, Bobby. Hung yeah. out with him so much and lived around and with him and stuff, man. What a great person, man. I wish I could have worked him. Gun to head, better Midnight Express. Stan Lane and Bobby, Dennis and Bobby. Uh, man. I think Stan and Bobby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dennis was good. Dennis was old school. He reminds me of like George South and stuff. I mean, just that great worker. Right. Stan brought that other element. Uh, not as good of a worker as Dennis, but probably a better uh, talker and just like a star type person. You know what I mean? Yeah, you had that element of a star. It wasn't ironic to say sweet Stan versus it is very ironic to say right. lover boy Dennis, you know? Right. And it's yeah. always going to be right on to call him beautiful That's Bobby. Big. Look at that, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bodybuilder with. And you, and you got to remember, man, in the 80s, I mean, where'd they get their name from Mad Max? You know? Right. Right. Look at that. Oh man, that's so hard to do. I don't care if they're helping you or not. Yeah. If you can press a motherfucker that's, you know, Bobby was probably at least 230, 40, probably right there. And that's not a barbell, man. That's a fucking right. person. And I'm telling you, that shit's hard. Right, right. No doubt. There's strength, man. It, I can't even imagine that kind of strength because that's just you, unimaginable. You can bench press what one ten? Is that what you told me? Yeah, t- no ten. It was ten. Oh, ten. I thought you said one ten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I push. I do push ups every the, day. I gotta call this out. I didn't mean to cut you off, but there was You're the kidding. Gypsy Joe punch. That was one of the first things I learned. The headlock punch. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. 
And it's so awesome because they will believe it, man, because if you know how to do it, you headlock them and then you punch, but you hit your uh, the your arm on your, your side, your stomach sort of deal, and it makes a pop and they believe it if you can do it right. But that was a to me that was a gypsy Joe punch. But Bobby used to do it good too. And he was trained by this I mean right. I think Bobby was trained by Tojo, is that right? I think so, yeah. I think that's right. Just Bobby seems like one of those guys. He seems like he was just born trained. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You hawk selling. Which is a, just a, almost like yeah. an oxymoron, you know? They're so fucking badasses when they first came out as heels, but but you couldn't help it. I mean, no booker could help it. Those guys were so over, you had to make them baby faces, man. Right, right. But they don't have that um, Ricky and Rob. You see, you see the dive tag there, and, and animals hip drop kicks. <laughs> It's it's not the Rock and Roll Express, you know what I mean? Right, it's not. It's just different, it, but it was good, and it worked. It's like the difference in heavy metal and you know yeah, rock and roll. They were probably the greatest tag team, in my opinion, man. I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, I'm a mark for them, and uh, I think they were the greatest tag team ever. But then you look. There goes. Let me just pick you up. Yeah. Don't help me. I'll just pick you up because of <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to help me. I'm just strong enough or I'm going to pick you up. I'm doing it. It's done. Yeah. All right. Uh, Who's that? Run in there, Paul Ellering, Jim Cornette. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, baby, baby doll. doll. Big boss man. He's like, he was going to hit her. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that girl? Just She was smoking a cigarette right there in the front row. Oh, oh, you've seen that, surely, right? Yeah, but I mean. Right, right. I get it. I get how old this is. Jesus, you can't do that no more. I, right, I mean, yeah. playing in arenas, man, where people were smoking and it was so fucking horrible. Oh, I'm sure. Think about that, going out there and doing an athletic performance and filled with cigarette smoke. Impossible. <laughs> well, it it's was disgusting. Possible. Oh, I'm sure it was possible, but yeah, and so that just was the finish there, basically. You know, the, they weren't going to get a decisive finish here because they had Starcade coming up, but... Yeah, yeah. And where, the, you know, the Midnights are the heels with the titles, so they're going to do anything. Talk about the psychology behind oh, that. You're, that was a yeah. potato. That was slow motion. That was a potato. Like a <laughs> I guarantee you that hurt. Well, yeah. So, you know, I know we're almost done here, but talk about the psychology of a badass team versus a team of shifty heels. How do you, you know, they kind of just did that, right? They basically. Yeah. I mean, you just, everybody you work, you got to figure out like, okay, this is my style and this is what I know of your style. And if we can work together, let's try to figure it out and make it, make it work. I mean, right. Right. These guys yeah. are uh, huge dudes. So Bobby and them don't go in there and out wrestle them or outpower them. They got to, you know, sneak around and do all that kind of stuff. 
which is probably what led to the scaffold match, which is probably what led to the, you know, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, two great tag teams. Um, they're on my Mount Rushmore for sure of tag teams. So, you know, thankfully, Jason Andrews, you request on Twitter. You know, we always are live Wolfie D on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So you can find us there. Don't forget YouTube. We've got some cool things going on YouTube as well. But again, we thank you all so much for sticking with us on this. So next up, we've got Current Affairs. Sponsored by Coach's Corner Sports what? Grill. Current Affairs. Sponsored by Coach's Corner. <laughs> DJ, hit the music. It's a current affair. It's a current affair. Love it in color. It's a current affair. All right, we're back with Current Affairs, sponsored by Coach's Corner Sports Grill. So our first current affair of the day is this. Obviously, you know, the Sasha Banks-Naomi deal is still kind of going on and still fresh. Basically, Sasha Banks has alienated the entire locker room right now. The belief is that she manipulated Naomi into leaving there. There are no current plans for them. Everyone is essentially considering them gone. Like, bye. So, you know, I don't know how that works. I don't know wrestling contracts. How does that work if you're like in breach of a contract and, you know, essentially you've left? Do you know how any of that works? Man, I mean, everybody, like when I was there, everybody worked their own deal. Uh, yeah. And then with TNA, we talked about that. You know, I had that deal where, you know, they were supposed to honor this, honor that. But if you walk out, it's, I mean, it's just like a regular job. I mean, if you go to work, and your boss says, hey, I need you to fucking go clean out the toilet. And you're like, no, fuck that. And I leave. And I'm probably going to get fired, you know, right. regardless of what they're asking me to do. Uh, so, yeah, I don't I, I don't I don't know the underlying things of it because I don't know the people these days. You know what I'm saying? So I don't keep up with all that kind of stuff. But my history would tell me if if this is a shoot, and I've yeah. seen the things where it could be a work or whatever. But sure, if you go in and and because I did it, we've talked about that. If you go in and you walk out because you don't want to do what they you know want you to do or whatever, I, I think you're fired unless it's an angle, man. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the thing. I just don't know how like modern contracts work. So like if they are breach of contract, obviously that could open them up to a lawsuit. Yeah, but I don't understand how anything these days work. I mean, yeah. like I said, it could be a work, but then at the same time, it could just be something else. And, you know, because of, oh my God, you're, uh, they could file a, oh, you didn't treat us right lawsuit, you know? Right, Everything right, right, right. Yeah. Do whatever. Oh, um, I signed with you and you made me show my butt one time. And yeah, I just, I don't know, man. It's just crazy. It is. And, and you know, the thing else, um, and, and the other thing basically is, so Sasha talks, apparently Naomi, Naomi is married to one of the Usos. I can't remember which one doesn't really matter to this story. So obviously they're in a prime spot so, you know, wrestling, we know they work on contracts and we know that that's a normal certain workplace, but also Uso's huge spot, Roman Reigns, cousin, 
obviously probably Naomi could work her way back. Sasha, you know, but Sasha was always considered like one of the big four women wrestlers going right now. So, you know, and we all know Vince is forgive and forget on some people, but then also on other people, it's never again, you know, um, I guess he's always believed in that what's best for business deal. So obviously if Sasha wants to come back and eventually, but who knows, man, she's been doing some acting in Hollywood. She was in the Mandalorian, all that. Who knows? Who knows? I kind of am just kind of tired of hearing about it. (laughs) So we're, we're keeping it going, right? (laughs) We just hope the listeners aren't. Okay. Well, that's pretty much that on that. So uh, the next one is Vince has banned another term. So basically, you know, he's banned the term wrestler, banned the term belt. He's now in a new belt was a thing, but what wrestler is a thing now? Yeah, they don't. He doesn't want, he wants to be a superstar. So, you know, you, you want to be, call him a superstar, sports entertainer, whatever, but definitely not being called a pro wrestler. Wow. So, yeah, but the, the newest one is he has banned the term pay-per-view. So it is only going to be called premium live event now. <laughs> yeah. That's so hilarious. essentially, if you think about it, the network kind of killed the traditional pay-per-view for WWE. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I don't know that I'll ever be able to call them premium live events. You know what I mean? I'm, I don't yeah. know. What you know, and we know it's talk about the evolution of uh, the business, man. I mean, they just they want to call it what they want to call it and keep changing things and and yeah. make. Uh, God, I almost feel like wrestling is becoming like uh, I don't know in Gatlinburg, like the Dixie Stampede or something like that. You show up. Soon, wrestling will will give you a five-course meal while you watch the the fucking show. I don't know. Wolfie, write that down. (laughs) All right. We'll be right back. No, I'm just kidding. That's a great idea. How about this? We find a, a money mark. Isn't that what you call them? Money marks. Uh, and, and we find one that has some, some deep pockets and we start our, uh, maybe Dolly would want to go into the wrestling business. Who knows? But we'll start up a Dixie stampede of pro wrestling. And I mean, I have, uh, dude, I worked for this guy, uh, in pigeon forge when I first moved up to the Knoxville area and I kept thinking, cause he was running at the national guard armory and I couldn't figure out like, I mean, he was drawing okay houses or whatever, but I was like, man, this is the, like one of the tourist capitals, man. Why would you not go get partnerships with this, that, and the other yeah. and have a guaranteed house almost every night, just get you a building. Right. And, cause do it with the uh, the the midget wrestling. They do it there with the midget wrestling. Their the micro wrestling is in Pigeon Forge almost every night, and they swap out talent because they tour. Yeah. Uh, but there's certain guys that do it there. I mean, it's like what? I mean, this is the tourist capital, and this guy was trying to run. I don't know once a month or something at the uh, National Guard Armory, and I was just like, this doesn't make sense to me. I mean, you're in this tourist capital. Why would you not go for a bigger thing? You know what I'm saying? Totally. That's a, yeah. I mean, that's just thinking. I mean, you're right though. You would have to have kind of fresh talent and good talent, but you know, there are always guys that you can find. I mean, you may would have to have like a training, a school sort of 
like a because it, you know you think about if like let's just say you were the star of that promotion and you were working there seven nights a week obviously you're going to eventually get hurt unless it's so choreographed that it's not you know it, still there are things that can happen just um, yeah absolutely, absolutely. but, but uh, i don't know man a missed money thing i don't know yeah, we need to put that on the list, Wolfie D. That's that's going on the list. All right. So our final current affair is it's a week old now, but recently on a certain sitcom, a very popular sitcom, they portrayed something that is very near and dear to your heart. The Young Rock, one of the last episodes, was existing in the USWA territory. Now yeah. I mean, we could probably do a whole episode on this, but I just wanted to quickly pick apart some things here. So one thing is the Jerry Lawler guy, I'm sorry, they make him look like a moron, you know, did he ever say, Hey, the claps going around. Do you remember? Uh, No, I've never heard about that. Uh, Yeah. And, and, and I'm a fan of that show. I like watching it because I know the stories and then I see how they change them kind of, uh, and, and God, man, some of the characters are so awful. I mean, so awful. I want to give a shout out to Luke Hawks. Uh, oh, doing, yeah. that is the best, uh, character impression on the whole show. In my opinion, other than also the guy that does, uh, Rocky when he was 96, 97, Flex Cavana, whatever. That yeah. guy does a job too. Uh, but but Luke, man, is Stone Cold was awesome. I mean, he did a great job, the voice, the look, the everything. But then like the Randy Savage guy sucked. Uh I thought Horrible. Bill Dundee sucked. The yeah. Jerry Law sucked. Downtown Bruno has never had that much meat on his bones, man. Downtown yeah. was a skinny guy, man. I mean, just different stuff. And I was trying to figure out like who are we talking about here? The Ichabob Crane. Right. Man, I feel like that's Randy Hales, but uh, the way they worked it, and, you know, Randy never wrestled in tights and got in the ring uh, in that capacity. So I'm just not sure where they were going with that. Maybe Rock's got a, a heat thing with Randy. I don't know, man. Well, uh, do you but, think that they had to make him a wrestler to make it somewhat sympathetic for how the rock act towards him? I, I, I don't remember. I don't, I don't, yeah. I, yeah. I know rock didn't really, uh, me and him got into a verbal altercation one night, nothing big. I mean, we, we were cool, but then I guess we weren't cool. Uh, yeah. I know Jamie has been on social media and said things about it. And so anyway, there should have been, you know, they had Brian on there, which the, the guy that played Brian awful, Brian's body. Was way yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there should have been PG 13 in the locker room, but whatever. I was squinting really hard, man, to see if y'all were back there. I agree, dude, honestly. So like, okay, there were a couple matches. Well, first of all, we couldn't fill out, figure out who the black guy was that was riding with them. No. Chill. You know, it looked like kind of like Iceman King Parsons, but he wasn't really in that nah. area. Coco, maybe, but they, they would have just probably called him Coco, you know? Yeah, but he didn't ride around with them. So I'm trying to figure out who that person was supposed to be. I don't know. I don't right, know. right. And so that one, it, then there were some matches that I was trying to think of. Like, were you, it just feels like 
there is a PG 13 size hole in that episode. You know, they uh, had Jeff there and his like Venetian blind to get up or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I never liked that. I always thought he was a good wrestler and a talented performer, but man, I hated that gimmick that he used to wear, but it was different. It was his thing. I get it, but it was original. I just didn't really like it. But anyway, there was a huge hole. And I was looking in the, especially when they were in the locker room, I was looking, I was like, is that Wolfie? Maybe no, that ain't Wolfie. That's not uh, okay. Uh, is, that, is that Jamie? No, that ain't Jamie. And yeah, anyway, you know, the Brian one is to me the worst on the whole show. I know Jerry, the guy kind of looks like Jerry, you know, but, but Brian didn't even look close to Brian. I'm sorry. Brian was jacked. Like uh, the yeah. bat. The match with uh, where they showed Lawler wrestling him. Yeah, he did not do Lawler moves. Right, right. That's true. Lawler never threw a forearm to your chest and just stuff that he was doing. And then what really pissed me off was the uh, you know at the end Lawler gets up on the second rope to go to drop the the fist or whatever. Yeah. No. That's not how he did it. And then they also showed it where he like completely missed this face by about six inches. So it was like, let's expose this. That's right. Not cool. Okay. And my other beef and you did, we didn't talk about this prior to this was the Dave Brown, Corey Macklin situation there, like, or Lance Russell or whoever it would have been. There was a dude that looked like daggone dark skin with long, dark hair. And then the other guy, did you see the announcers? Did I see what? Did you see the announcers for the, and it was like, okay, we're just going to pass over this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the two of the main, uh, guys in wrestling. I mean, some people will say Gordon Soley. Some people will say Lance Russell. Some people in the newer generation will say Jim Ross. Right, right. But Lance Russell and Dave Brown were the thing then, and they just totally skipped over that. I mean, yeah, there was nothing there. Nothing there. I don't know who those guys were supposed to be or not supposed to be. But yeah, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, looking at it, it was like. Ah, man, I was there during those days, and and I promise you, I'm not sure who Crane was supposed to be, although I have a good idea. Anyway, that that interview in the middle of the ring where it doesn't matter. No, that never happened. That never happened. Yeah, that was like a later Brian Gerwitz thing that he did up in the Fed. Anyway, yeah, I mean, we, we, I was thinking, man, we might do a watch along on that one, but I was just thinking, nah, no need to. But anyway, yeah, yeah. The, Luke Hawks forever needs to play Stone Cold and whatever you need him in, he needs to be Stone Cold. He has got that gig, gig down and we are super happy for him. And, and, you know, it looks like there's already a season three planned, you know, his role's only going to get bigger in Rock's life too. So I'm, I'm excited yeah. to see that. Well, that's pretty much it for current affairs. You know, right now, again, we thank you know you all for listening so much. We've had some great guests lately, so thank you all for that. Take us out, Wolfie D. Hey, I want to thank everybody once again for listening. Uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, go to the podcast store of Live and in Color, Wolfie D. Uh, hit me up on Facebook personally if you need something different, uh, 8x10s, if you want the figures, whatever. Once again, just want to say we love you. Jimmy, do you love them? 
I love them. I mean, right. seriously, we love y'all. I love, them yeah. too. I love them too. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Thank you, guys. And now a word from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. The podcast that's based on the old school, but can still help you find the good stuff from today. Jimmy Street and the Plastic Sheik, Jared, are the undisputed tag team champions of the wrestling podcast world. From thought-provoking topics to superstar interviews to action figure expertise. This team does it all. And all they ask is, give me back my pro wrestling. Every other Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. That's right, it's the talk of Middle Tennessee, the channel you love to hate and the channel you hate to love. It's Brian Turner from Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. And if you're looking for matches from Wolfie D to Jerry Lawler to Dusty Rhodes and the team that put a pimp before your eyes and a goatee between your thighs, Booty Call and Athena, go to LostWrestling.com. See, I made it easy for you. Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. Booyah! Join me, Gene Jackson, for the Jackson Interaction Podcast, where I'll be doing one-on-one interviews with people from the world of professional wrestling, as well as stand-up comedy. You can get them anywhere podcasts are available in both video and audio form, but you can find them all at GeneJacksonPod.com. If you're a fan of rock music, I'd really appreciate it if you took a moment to check out my podcast. It's called the Decibel Geek Podcast. We've been doing it for about 10 years now. We talk about Kiss. We talk about Ozzy. We talk about Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses and Metallica. We talk about all the legends from the 60s and on up to brand new bands that you should be hearing about today that you're not going to hear on the radio. It's Decibel Geek. Wherever you find your podcasts, you'll find us there. If you love rock and roll, I can almost guarantee you're going to love my show. So that was another great episode. Hey, Wolfie, tell them where they can find you on social media. Jimmy, they can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. I'm just kidding. Uh, they can find me on Facebook. Uh, my personal page is Warren Wolf, W-O-L-F-E. I'm on Instagram, at WarrenWolf13. You can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at LiveWolfieD. Here's the thing. Wolfie always has offers for his autographed photos. He has a selection of some awesome photos from throughout his career that he will autograph and personalize any way that you want him to. Just contact him either directly at his personal Facebook page or through any one of our other pages, and we'll make sure you get in contact directly with Wolfie. Get those photos, right, Wolfie? Yeah, I've got some good stuff on there, you know, to help with the podcast. Folks, if you can't get out to a show to meet Wolfie D, there's nothing like that, especially for the fans of PG-13 and Wolfie D. And before we go, you can always find me, your host, Jimmy Street, at James Rock Street on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And hey, Jimmy, before we go real quick, I just want to add in there, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate First of all, the work you've done for this podcast. You have worked your butt off. Secondly, the people that are liking the page. Beyond that, even more, is the people that are listening. And we really appreciate that. Yeah, and remember, guys, the podcast drops a new episode every Monday at noon. And our past episodes are streaming now on demand on all major podcast formats. Thanks again. I got a cat for you.
you don't. He got a cap for you don't. I got a cap for you don't. He got a cap for you don't. And here we go. The original white boy that came out sagging, not bragging, don't be hating, cause I'm spitting the truth. Still lobbing in color. Don't rush your mother, utilize a hubcap. I'm like any other. Back in the day, I was NOD, and I was P to the G plus the one and the three. In case you forgot, they call me Wolfie D. Been cloned and copied so many times. Tired of suckers taking credit for what is mine. You know who you are without me name dropping Wrestling's first white boy coming out hip-hop Been doing it like this since 92 Played low for a while when you thought I was through Listen real close to these rhymes that I've injected This shit's so sick it makes your ears get infected Mad skills, no faking, there is no one great Cause I'm bringing more folks and over one for later Not here to play games, so you better beware You don't like me, so what? I really don't care Like time I keep ticking and I can't be stopped You suck a step to the side unless you want to get dropped When my finish, I'll straight knock you out Please allow me to tell you what it's all about Gonna wind it up then I'm driving it home, it's Ruby D, baby. Huh, I got a cap for your dome. I got a cap for your dome. We got a cap for your dome. We got a cap for your dome. This has been a James Rock Street production.